What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 26 of Some Kind of Podcast, the very first episode where all members of Some Kind of Gamers are actually assembled here today. As always, this is a podcast where we talk about what entertains us in the entertainment industry. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm here with the amazing Cody. Hey. The incomparable Tim. Is incomparable a good thing? <laughs> I thought I it was a good thing. I think it means you're not compromisable. Yeah. No, oh, hi. <laughs> Already Googling stuff, and we haven't even started. I am totally Googling it right now. I thought it was a good thing. I was like, yeah, this seems like a good thing to call somebody that's cool. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Hey, well, Stephen, you're probably not going to like yours. And the unforgettable Stephen. Hey. Oh. Hey. Incomparable, <laughs> incomparable means within, out, without equal in quality. So thank you. Hey. Yeah. See? I, I knew. Yeah. That was a compliment. Luckily, you didn't give me a big word, so I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we all ready to talk your ears off about everything we love with the entertainment industry. Uh, this past week has brought us with a few new entries in the entertainment industry, including the movie Free Guy that hit theaters on August 13th, uh, Marvel's What If series on Disney Plus released on August 11th, and over in the area of gaming, Hades re-released on consoles on August 13th. Up and upcoming titles include Ghost of Tsushima in the next week coming out with a director's cut for PlayStation 5 on August 20th. Um, so as we mentioned, this is the first time we've actually all been together as a group on the show. And so Steven, uh, if you don't mind, uh, back when we first started the show in January, we all did kind of a, a touch base on like our favorite moments with entertainment, kind of some of our favorite games, uh, and movies. If you wouldn't mind kind of sharing, we'll kind of go through and start with video games. What are your, what are your top three video games of all time? Um, top three, if I'd have to say number one. Pokemon Emerald version, um, just because I like Pokemon a lot. Emerald's the one that I just kind of fell in love with. Uh, second is Okami. If you know me, I preach this game to everybody I meet to play it. I think you've bought that um, game more than Skyrim. Yeah, it's my Skyrim. Uh, <laughs> third, probably have to say Persona 4 Golden, um, just because that's the, my first... Persona 4 is my first way into the series, and uh, I, I guess I just kind of have the sweet spot for it. I mean, I, I totally get that, because um, my favorite Final Fantasy is probably Final Fantasy 8. There's nothing, there's anything wrong with 7. It's just much like you and Persona 4, 8 was my entryway into the series. So Yeah, like I think like like 5 that just came out, it's definitely by far a better game, I think, but 4 just has that special place. Can I ask you why Pokemon Emerald, though? I've never played Emerald, which is why I'm curious. Either I really... The or the story or the legendaries? Or... I really like Hoenn itself, and I really like all the new Pokemon introduced. I like all the Pokemon they brought back for the game. Um, I really liked Ruby when I first got it, and then when Emerald came out, uh, they just kind of enhanced on the story itself and just kind of wrapped it up better and made it a little bit more complete. And I've just... I've also just constantly replayed it so much that's so just kind of i kind of know it like the back of my hand um emerald is that like the yellow of that yeah okay it's like the yellow or the crystal stuff like that okay well yeah yeah so despite uh having like personal um preference towards uh, persona 4 uh me and timbo jumped on on persona 5 um how does do they compare like I, and as far as like quality and i guess like overall game length I mean, I think Persona 5 is a tad bit, is well, probably not a tad bit, like a lot longer um, than 4. 
Um, four and three, from what I remember, about the same length. Um, I don't know. It's just the story of four. I just I kind of like a little bit more because it's a whole um, kind of trying to figure out who this mysterious murderer is running around your quiet little town, whereas you know Persona Five is like you know catch these adults that are acting bad, make them see their ways. Um, and I just like the characters of Persona Four a lot more. Well, cool. Do you think that we'll ever get like a uh, a re-release for Persona Four? Do you think they'll just move forward with the series and go to like six or something at this point? I would like to, especially. I would. I mean, I definitely wouldn't mind seeing it, but I feel like they milk the series a lot. Like before Five came out, Four had the fighting game spinoff. It had a dancing game spinoff. It had a 3DS spinoff that included. Um, characters from persona 3 and now it seems like they're definitely milking five as well so Mm -hmm. i'd like to just see a brand new entry in the series but i have friends that have also told me like persona 1 and 2 are good but since those were on like playstation 1 and psp i've never gotten the chance to play them Mm -hmm. so i prefer remake or remaster or something of those okay doesn't like from like three on each of them have like their own spinoff like i know all of them have a dancing game because i played all of them and I know, like, all of them have, like, their non-canonical spinoffs, like Strikers and uh, I forget the other two. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, though. Yeah. But, yeah, like, and I know 4 and 5 both have, like, animated series. I think 3 has a movie, so they definitely milk it. Isn't there an anime, too, for 4? Yeah, it's on Funimation. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about 4. 5 has one on Funimation. 4 has one as well. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Uh, well, since we're on the topic of anime, uh, what are your top three anime of all time? Um, I'd probably have to say Dragon Ball Z. Um, I could say Dragon Ball as a whole, but I still just think Z is the best of the four. Um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and then Attack on Titan. Okay. Yeah, you surprised me. I would have expected you to come out the gate with JoJo as your as your number one. For a minute there, when I first discovered it, I heavily thought about it, but I was like, mm, no. still yeah. really good, though. Uh, and Cody and Tim have mentioned it before. If, like, you know, as someone going into the franchise, like me, who hasn't really seen much of it, uh, would you say Super is probably the, the best of it all? You mean, like, the best place to start or of just the whole the, series? Like, just the best out of the franchise, like, as far as quality, plotline, story? I mean, I guess it just depends on, you know, if, like, your tastes and likes like super is extremely good it is it's just dragon ball z is nostalgic mm-hmm. yeah like uh, like i say like the first 14 episodes of super kind of suck since they really just <laughs> redid the movies yeah i was gonna say honestly resurrection f and uh battle of gods but in episodic format and and altered yeah. i honestly you should just watch the two movies and then pick up in the show where the resurrection f ends yeah, that's what, yeah, I skipped them. That's what I would say, too. Like, the the episode versions have, like, some details that the movies don't have, which is cool. But... The movies handle the f- it way better. Yeah, and the animation's not that great Mm-mm. for the first couple episodes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but to, talking about what Steven said, the Majin Buu saga is, like, so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well. oh, yeah. That and the Cell saga. Cell game's really good. Yeah, I love the Cell game's... I don't like the in-between the Cell games and the Boo Saga. 
like that awkward time where Gohan went from being like super <laughs> awesome to just awful. <laughs> Say a man. I want to uh, be a man. Just uh, so upsetting. It's it's almost as upsetting as Snake Way, but not not quite. <laughs> yeah, like it's cool because like you know the Frieza saga, he like reaches that unattainable power. Then Cell Saga, you know everybody gets hit, and then Majin Buu Saga, they're like, let's just throw everything out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Start getting a little unreal with it. Unreal. I mean, all of Super is just unreal. Like they're yeah. like battling gods and. Yeah, then Super came out and they're like, all right, let's crank it up to ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay well cool so uh i guess to round off this part what's your top three movies then uh hmm. uh favorite movie is definitely star wars episode three um okay. second favorite would probably be tron legacy Ooh. Or, you know okay. better yet that would be third favorite second would be aladdin which one like the original og or the, or the remake og for sure yeah, okay. I really like the remake a lot, but actually, uh, I thought Will Smith did a really good job in there. I did too. I, yeah, I thought the, the whole the movie as a whole was great. He had some big shoes to fill with Robin Williams, and I think he did a pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah. As far as remakes go, it wasn't too bad. <clears throat> yeah, out of all those live action ones, I think Aladdin definitely has done the best oh, yeah. so far. I will I say, agree. visually speaking, Lion King was better than anything. However, I feel like that also ruined the movie because mm-hmm. none of the animals had emotion. Mm-hmm. It was just, oh look, that cat. It kind of looks sad that his dad died. That's okay. Yeah, those voices were not. I mean, I've already kind of said this about the Lion King. I okay, so like I know it's a remake, but like essentially it was a shot for shot it was remake. A shot for shot remake yeah. with no like soul. And they took out my favorite song, which was "Be Prepared." Yeah. It was just like some like speech instead of a song. Uh, yeah, I feel like they got like an all-star cast for that, and then just wasted the ball. it. Just wasted yeah. it. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, your number one was Star Wars Episode Three. Uh, is that because of General Grievous? Oh yeah, literally. General yeah. Grievous is the goat. I was about even to say he's, a bold move. Even though he's terrible, he is the goat. <laughs> but so there's uh, more about him in like extended universe stuff because they don't really explain what he is if you just watch the movies. Yeah, but uh. I don't know, I like the third one also just because, like, with it being, like, the last one that it was supposed to come out, I guess, until the sequel trilogy, I just like how it, like, wraps up a lot of loose ends mm-hmm. and stuff. And I like seeing just showdowns between characters that you know is going to finally happen. And, yeah, I don't know. It just I don't know, it just has something to it that I really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I can't say anything. Uh probably my favorite uh is phantom menace and the really the only reason between, for that is because of darth maul got it take him out of that whole movie i wouldn't care but darth maul is is my favorite guy yeah i mean no hate i i definitely like the prequels out of all the trilogies more oh i mean mm. i was a little kid when episode one came out and when they pulled out like the double sided light lightsaber like when darth maul did i was like this is the coolest thing in yeah yeah. Don't get me wrong. I like the prequels except for two. I hate Attack of the Clones except for like maybe the last ten minutes. That movie. Though the Coliseum thing's pretty cool. The Coliseum, Coliseum, yeah, Coliseum to the end of the yeah. movie is great. The rest yeah. of that movie you could toss out and burn, and I would never. I just wouldn't care. Yeah. I don't even really remember what happens up until the, I don't even know how they get to the Coliseum. If I'm yeah. being really honest with you. Now I think my favorite 
and I, I get I get crap from it from people that agree that the original trilogy is better, but Return of the Jedi is my favorite. Mm. I mean, I love Empire. I, I love Empire, but I love Return of the Jedi more. Mm. And mine's Empire, so it's such a good movie. But then, like, I love Return of the Jedi or Empire. I love both. both. I love the sequel movies. I know that you guys all have your own feelings about the sequel movies. I like the sequel movies. Okay, well, I like episode seven, eight, and nine can go somewhere else. Yeah, I, I like all three. Uh, but I think of the spinoffs, my favorite is definitely Rogue One. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, like, Solo is great. I loved Solo. It got way, like, I feel like it got way too much hate, but Rogue yeah. One was so good. Yeah, I do. I did like Solo a lot more than I uh, expected to. Like, I expected just to not like it at all because I don't like Han Solo's cool, but he's never been one of my favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I know, like, I'm a big lightsaber dude. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I think Star Wars is cool because lightsabers. And I know that you all are too, but I know, Cody, your favorite character is Boba Fett, who's obviously a bounty hunter. Yeah. So, um, but, like, that's just kind of what Solo didn't do for me. I was like, I don't really care about scavengers and bets and stuff yeah, like no, that I mean, I until the mandalorian and Although I, I will say yeah the mandalorian made all that non-lightsaber stuff kind of cool right like i i really loved rogue one and i feel like i enjoyed rogue one and then the hallway scene at the end and then i loved rogue one um mm-hmm. but the mandalorian is really like the best star wars experience i think as a whole outside of the movies outside of the movies outside of the main saga i guess i would agree i would agree i mean mando's just cool and it's one of those things like i just said i like lightsabers and stuff like that that's why i like star wars but honestly when ahsoka showed up i was kind of like ah we don't need this (laughs) yeah all right well final question for you steven uh what's your most memorable memory in entertainment so this could be first time playing your favorite franchise a midnight premiere of a movie or really anything in between um i guess uh i guess maybe like when i first started playing games online um my very first multiplayer game i ever played was uh, Tom Clancy Splinter Cell Double Agent on PlayStation 3 and uh, they had this 3v3 spies versus mercs mode where mm. uh, the mercs if you played as one of them it was just like standard first person shooter um, you get grenades all that jazz but if you were a spy it was like a third person where you didn't have any weapons you didn't have anything at all except like smoke grenades and you had to infiltrate and hack one of these three different terminals um and hacking it took you know a little bit so you'd have to kind of be creative you could like hide in the corner of a dark room you could hide up in a vent in the ceiling um but um after you caught it or after you hacked it take it back to your base get the point and then go back and do it one more time and i don't know that mode i haven't been able to find anything that's been similar like it so it's just kind of like been a mode that stuck with me and i just i remember yeah very very fondly i think like the last splinter cell that that came out splinter cell blacklist i believe it was um 
had a mode like that, but it just didn't have the the same, I guess, uh, feeling or uh, whatever. Feeling, yeah, because yeah. yeah, like they gave Impact. the spies like weapons and stuff, so it it definitely wasn't the same. Yeah, I got you. So blacklist was that the one that was co-op and then you had to like try to kill each other in the end? No, that uh, Boiler. it it had Sorry. a co-op mode, but it also had its own single player mode. I think you might be thinking of the one that came out on Xbox. I was gonna say, wasn't sure. that the Xbox exclusive? Maybe. Yeah. I think that was the last Splinter Cell game I played. But anyway, that sounds like a really cool mode though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we ever talked about that though. Like, what was the first online guy online game you guys played? <laughs> Uh, mine is super random. I think it was one of the Call of Duty games. I think it was like three, and it was on the Wii. So like the weirdest possible experience you could have. And I had the like the stupid you know remote control and nunchuck thing where you had to like you know point at the screen and shoot people. And I was piggybacking off our neighbor's Wi-Fi because at the time my parents didn't even have Wi-Fi like throughout the entire house. And so I was like, this is cool. And then, like, I was addicted to, like, online stuff since then. But Yep. So me and Christian essentially have the same experience, apparently. Uh, my first really? online. So it was either it was either Modern Warfare on the PS3 or it was World at War on the Wii. And I think it Pretty was. Pretty sure mine was World at War. I think it was World at War. I think that oh. might have been my first. Oh. Uh, like real online. Uh, mine was Modern Warfare 2, and I played with Cody. Yeah. That's how we became friends. I think uh, Modern Warfare 1 was probably the first one of any Call of Duty games I've played online. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was a big anti-online gamer for a while, just because I was like, I don't want to have to deal with uh, not cool people on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. We played Borderlands before Modern Warfare 2, didn't we? Mm-mm. I was living with um, somebody else. I was, we played Borderlands when I was living in the house. I was oh, okay. In the okay. When we played Modern Warfare 2. Okay. Yeah. I I knew. That's why I was like, when I mm-hmm. when I got hired at Ye Old Movie House, I bought my I didn't play Borderlands. I played Borderlands 2. That's what I'm right? saying. Borderlands 2. Yeah. Borderlands 1, I don't think at the time, had a co-op. I think I had couch I co-op. One. Um, when I my first paycheck at Ye Old Movie House, I bought my PS3. Mm. So that's why I was like, it was either it was either Modern well, Modern Warfare Two. Bought the PS3, so. Yeah, no, it was definitely World of War, on the Wii. That was my first online game. I didn't realize that we had online capabilities. That was like yeah. the only thing I ever used it for was World of War. I just remember getting a lot of kills with the bouncing Betty. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that's where my PPSH uh, submachine gun like obsession started because that was the one gun I really like to use in there. Yeah. Uh, uh, so speaking of like Call of Duty games in general, then like who, what game do you think did the online experience the best throughout the years? I know Cody and Tim has like the their professional experience in the past, but uh. <laughs> professional yeah quote unquote yeah uh, if, we're talking about, if we're talking about uh call of duty the only ones i've ever really played online have been modern warfare 2 advanced warfare and 
uh, Warzone. So out of those three, it's Modern Warfare 2 for me just because that's the one I played the most out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely Modern Warfare 2. You, would you just mean like how, best which experience. online best on, online experience? Um, I'd probably have to say Destiny because that's the first time that I'd like had a big group of friends to like play with, and we were all kind of dedicated to the game at the time. That and is all true. super into it. So I just just Call of Duty though. Oh. Um, probably Black Ops 4. Mm, blackout. Yeah. Yep. That was, was really uh, cool. It's, um, I think that was the first one of them that had, um, like the whole Battle Royale aspect. Yeah, that was definitely mm-hmm. the first Call of Duty Battle mm-hmm. Royale. Yeah, yeah, so it's, I don't know, I feel like they, like, you know, the, the, battle pass that everybody does i feel like they had like you know a lot of good items there for people that were interested in it i feel like they handled like nerfs and buffs in a decently timed fashion mm-hmm. um i don't know they updated the map constantly uh they didn't make it feel like it was just some small little color change but it was actually a, a big like a big change to the whole map so although there was <laughs> one that was just a color change oh yeah yeah uh going back to that game now those colors are way too vibrant but like back then i didn't question i was like this looks great yeah (laughs) yeah going back Um, to it now is like oh man yeah compared to like warzone or something just bland and dark i didn't expect it to be such a drastic difference and i guess i didn't notice going from blackout to warzone but like it is it is crazy different yeah uh, but I will agree with you, Stephen. I think my my best online experience playing with friends was Destiny. Back when we were all into it and we were going through the strikes and the nightfalls and mm-hmm. uh, doing the raids all together, that was probably my favorite as well. Giving me PTSD. Mine, uh, <laughs> mine is definitely Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, that's a good one too. Doing doing yeah, the raids with all of you guys. That's gonna be mine as well because I love playing Destiny with you guys. But I was starting to get like chest pains the second i loaded that game i had a headache yeah so it was definitely 14 just because it was um not that like i didn't appreciate destiny it was fun playing yeah, destiny was great mainly the four of us that's how we really yeah. got close was destiny um mm-hmm. but it was much more relaxing for me to play 14 with you guys destiny was our first game as a group yep yeah well, i mean i know we've had some more since then like smaller indie titles like like Human Fall Flat, for instance. I know we all four played through that, and that was just hilarious and fun. We all played GTA Online together. Yeah. Overwatch. Overwatch, yeah. Uh, yeah. Overwatch for the end started reminding me of Destiny, though. <laughs> I would just be getting mad. Uh, after a point when they just <clears throat> kept adding new broken characters and not fixing the old ones, it just it got too much. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, let's switch gears a little bit, and let's do a little bit of EXP grind, uh, where we talk about a little bit of what we've been up to um, within the world of entertainment ourselves, or what's just been going on in our normal, somewhat adult lives. Uh, Cody, you want to go and start us off? Um, Sure. I've played a little bit of 14 this week, but um, mainly I've been playing Demon's Souls. Yeah, I didn't realize you liked 
hating yourself. Um, so Dark Souls is the game you're thinking of. It's still in the same family. I mean, it's in the same family, but Dark Souls is the game where, like, if you die, you drop literally everything you had in your possession, and then you start from the beginning, and if you die before you get to where you died the first time, you lose all of it permanently. So you have to find it all again. That's that's hating yourself. That is true masochism right there. But Demon Souls and Bloodborne, when you die, you just drop currency. You still have all your armor, your inventory, your weapons, and it's just a fun dungeon crawler. Like it's it's a lot of fun. So when you die, how far back does it spawn you? Uh, depends where you died, I guess. Um, just like wherever the last checkpoint was. Yeah, but the checkpoints are like beginning of the level and after you kill a boss. Okay. So if you you die and you've recently killed a boss, or if you killed a boss in that level, it'll take you back to that boss room. And then you can continue forward again. I haven't so, um, played Demon Souls in a while, but doesn't it? Do they do the uh, bonfire system in there, or is it no, not there yet? No, it's um, yeah, it's just checkpoints at the beginning, um, and in the boss room when you defeat a boss. Interesting, but it's, I mean, it's a lot of fun. Kudos to you. I never really got into the Soulsborne type of games. Like I know that you really like Neo, Steven. And Neo was the free game of the month on PlayStation Plus, like, I don't know, like maybe a year ago now. Um, and I downloaded it and I started playing it. And I was like, okay, I can see why this is fun. And then I got to like, just like two guys in the hallway that murdered me. And then I was like, okay, all right, well, I expected to die. And then they murdered me again. And then they murdered me again. And on the fourth time they murdered me, I was like, I'm not meant to play this game. And I, <laughs> I uninstalled it. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I definitely get the appeal with some of them. Like, I don't think I could ever enjoy on any level of Dark Souls, um, if no. that's true about what you said at Cody. It um, is, yeah. Just because if it totally wipes everything, I just, I honestly don't see the point. Um, when we played Neo 2 for a little bit with Steven, I did see the appeal there and actually kind of got into it briefly. It's definitely, um, Demon Souls is closer to, to Neo in that way, in that no. sense of like, you really just kind of drop the souls you collect when you die, but you can easily make it back to that point and then just pick them up again. Um, mm -hmm. Unless you die in the way. But, like, it's really... Uh, if you like dungeon crawlers in, in any sense, like, it's a lot of fun. I do like dungeon crawlers. Anyway, you've been playing Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls and 14. Um, yeah, that's Demon really Souls. about it. Demon Souls, sorry. Not Did Demon I say Dark Souls? <laughs> yeah, not demon souls, demons souls. Uh, I don't know why there's an apostrophe s, but there is. It belongs to the demons. Yeah, the souls belong to the demons. Only on PlayStation fives. Oh, yep, only on PlayStation fives. <laughs> and also, it is one of the most gorgeous games I've ever played, if not the like best looking game. Do want to pick it up? I'm just waiting on that price drop. Yeah, I picked it up at, at forty. That's not bad. No. Where'd you get it at 40? PSN. Oh. I don't know if it's still on sale. It might be part of that summer sale. Mm -hmm. I will look. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Stephen, what have you been up to this week? Um, I've kind of fallen off of my needing to catch up on my backlog train after I beat uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2. 
Um, so I've just kind of been re-downloading old stuff, trying to play it. But I am planning on keeping playing with Monster Hunter Stories just to do some of the in-game content. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of started Skyward Sword HD. Um, yeah, I also kind of sort of started that when it came out, but I haven't played it in like two weeks. I'm not crazy about how the controls transferred over. I'm not a fan of them so far. Uh, I've found, like, I thought I was going to hate using a controller, but I like it so much more. Yeah. Like, it's just the the sword slashing and the camera rotating that's kind of annoying. Me. Yeah. But it'll probably go away the more I play it. I, uh, I reverted to essentially just playing it like uh, an N64 game where you just, you had to, like, tap the the r button to center the camera yeah and i i've gotten over it yeah but uh those two i also just got last of us part two i plan to try and start it at some point especially since it's taking up a lot of space on my system yeah not as uh, much as a call of duty no and uh that's pretty much all i've been up to um, just to clarify, as of right now, Demon Souls is not on sale on PSN anymore. So, I guess you missed out on that, Steven. Sorry. Maybe next time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, the holidays are coming up soon. It'll go back on sale. Yeah. So, it'll knowing my luck, it'll be the free game of the month next month. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> I mean, they only have so many PS5 games they can put out. Yeah. On the free game. So, um, so uh, I have been what have i been doing uh well i got my samurai to level 80 in, in 14 i just did that literally like three hours before we recorded this podcast so you know really proud of that i'm probably gonna level up a tank next because what else am i doing with my life <laughs> um uh i have was also started um the last of us part two i think we maybe talked about this a little bit last podcast briefly yeah i yeah. think we talked about you had gotten it i don't i don't remember if you had started it yeah yeah well i started it i made it, I'm, I'm in seattle now i'm not trying to ruin anything for steven but eventually you go to seattle it's not that big of a spoiler yeah uh i'm in seattle now just doing my thing nice with my horse um yeah and then well sorry guys I was just going to say, that was probably one of my favorite parts of the game, just because of the open exploration aspect of Seattle, and mm-hmm. just being able to kind of wander and do your thing. It was really yeah, enjoyable. I like it. Uh, it's one of those things where it's like, it's cool, but like, it, it's the same issue that I had with like, uh, well, I think Red Dead wasn't as bad as this, because it might have had a mini-map. I don't like the fact that I don't have a heads-up display when I'm roaming around, because I don't know where I'm going. And having to bring up my map every time I want to make sure I'm heading in the right direction is a little bit of a pain. Yeah, you definitely have to make sure you kind of uh, remember where you came from and what direction, like you need to uh, where your starting point was versus where your um, objective is. But yeah. yeah, that's that's all Naughty Dog though. That's that's their let's make this as immersive uh, immersive as possible. And, I mean, I get uh, that. I totally I totally get it. It's just. I mean, you could get to give me a, a little circle mini map, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that's 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 just so minute of a issue. Um, so I've been playing, played that, played fourteen. Um, I watched Free Guy and and What If, which I'm guessing we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, and I, besides that, it's been Critical Role, Critical Role. I'm on episode thirty-three. Nice. 
chugging along. 32, 33, somewhere around there. What about you, Christian? Cool. Yeah, what about you, Christian? Uh, uh, other than playing uh, Call of Duty with you guys uh, for the past, you know, uh, week or so, whenever we, just, we decided to reinstall everything and chew up half of our hard drives, um, <laughs> other than I've just been kind of preparing to move, uh, so I haven't really had a chance to watch or play too much of anything. Um, fully caught up on my hero uh, academia now as to where they, they are in the current uh, season five um, still uh, Steve mentioned earlier attack on Titan is still haven't gone back to that yet unfortunately um, yeah, I do want to catch up and see how it ends is it has it finished yet no it's on a hiatus through halfway through the final season okay okay cool so I've got a little bit of time mm-hmm. um, but yeah so uh, in a couple days and probably three from now i'll be fully set up in the new place once that happens i fully intend to uh go through backlog of games tv shows anime and all that sorts of stuff uh before i start my new job so yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> work uh yeah work. work yeah so this is some kind of the work this is some kind of work podcast where we talk about <laughs> jobs yeah, just jobs. not Steve Jobs, just Jobs. No, no, Steve Jobs. Oh, is this Steve Jobs podcast now? Okay. Uh, Tim mentioned <laughs> Tim mentioned briefly uh, Free Guy, which I personally haven't had a chance to see yet. Tim, you said you had. How about the other two of you? Have you have seen that movie yet? Nope. Uh, uh, no. Oh, well, never mind. We don't have to talk about it then. <laughs> uh, we can talk about it next week because I fully intend to see it at some point throughout this week. Um, I was really looking forward to it. I know at the it beginning was, of the year is one of our most looking forward to and uh, anticipated titles of the year. So I was, I'll talk about it br- very briefly. I won't talk about sure. any things because you guys haven't seen it. Um, I was really looking forward to Free Guy. I was really disappointed, obviously, you know, when it got moved to this year because it was supposed to come out last year. Um, I thought it was great. <laughs> I mean, I had high expectations and I still thought it was great. So I don't want to like, make it even higher for you and it doesn't live up to it i mean there's it's definitely not a perfect movie by any means necessary there's you know obviously some plot holes that are in there but you know ryan reynolds is great there's a bunch of like cameos in there that i was not expecting to see um and they do a really good job of like celebrating online gaming while simultaneously making fun of it um so So comes to big like uh you know blockbuster movies that are all about video games you know like on the level of a where wherever you you have in your mind ready player one is free guy above or below it um it's below it i think ready player one's better but that's because ready player one was more how do i put this um like free guy is supposed to be like it's an action comedy so like it's making fun of video gaming just as much as it's celebrating video gaming where i feel like ready player one was just like a love note to like nerd culture yeah um so that's why i think it's better because like there are like parts of the thing where you're like yeah i get it gamers smell bad and they live in their mom's basement i get it like you know and that's funny when they when they talk about it in the movie it's funny i laughed out loud because you know like that, that a lot of that stuff is true um uh, but like, whereas like Ray Player One was just more like, video games are awesome, and here's why. So, um, but you know, Ryan Reynolds did a great job. I mean, I think he's great. Um, 
there's a uh i share it with the three of you guys but in case anybody didn't know there is a um four minute like i guess like watch trailer kind of thing where it's ryan reynolds is deadpool and taika waititi who's also in free guy as krog the rock dude from uh thor ragnarok essentially watching the trailer for free guy and talking about which is pretty funny so i'd recommend that um but yeah free guy was great i I think ready player if you want to compare to ready player one i think ready player one's a little bit better um all-time favorite movie for what it was and for you know the silliness that you would expect from it it was pretty good i liked it it had some moments where i was like that's really cool and it had some moments where i like actually laughed out loud not like ha but like ha 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 you know like like actually like laughed out loud so yeah. i'd recommend it um I'd probably give it like a seven out of ten you know it was it was a solid movie like it wasn't anything like it said you're not gonna walk out of the movie and be like this movie changed my life you're gonna but you're gonna walk out and be like that was a really good time it was it was worth my two hours okay cool but yeah i'm still excited to see it uh i'll be happy to to share uh my personal viewpoint um as well everyone else um, but for the time being, let's move on to our topic of the show, which is talking about Marvel's What If series. as uh, the American animated anthology series created by A.C. Bradley for the streaming series Disney Plus based on the Marvel comics. Uh, it is the fourth uh, television series in the Marvel Cinematic Universe produced by Marvel Studios. The series explores alternate timelines in the multiverse that show what would happen if major moments from the MCU films occurred a bit differently. Uh, so the first episode explored the what-if scenario of uh, Peggy Carter becoming Captain America instead of Steve Rogers. So overall, I know we talked about this a bit before we recorded this, um, but what do you guys kind of think about how this started off? Uh, I liked it, personally. Um, that's just overall, I think, I thought it was good. I thought the like story itself wasn't bad. The only thing that I had issues with was the animation and the lip syncing. Okay. Um, also, I just, I don't know, I feel like I wasn't as interested in it because maybe it's not one of the stories that I was kind of more interested in seeing. Mm-hmm. Tim, first thoughts? Um, I thought it was a great recap of Captain America, the first <laughs> Avenger. Yeah. So I think that's I share very similar vibes with you on that. That like it's minus the whole you know like you know they replaced you know Steve Rogers with Peggy. Um, it was essentially just like a thirty minute recap of the first Avenger. Yeah, I mean they did change obviously some things about it. Yeah, yeah. So spoilers and, uh, already. Sorry guys, uh, we sorry. all forgot that time. Uh, if you haven't watched it, spoilers. Um. For me, like this is probably like a really safe start for them because it was, uh, it was a big change because you know, uh, Peggy Carter becomes Captain Carter instead of Captain Steve Rogers becoming Captain America, um, and it was kind of cool that they like had Tony Stark essentially make like an Iron Man suit in the 1940s. Howard. Um, what? Howard Stark. It was Tony's dad, Howard. Sorry, Howard yeah, Stark make an Iron Man suit in the 1940s. Yeah. Um, so that way Steve had something to do. Powered by the Tesseract. Powered by the Tesseract. Up until the end, yeah. when it was not powered by the Tesseract, it was just powered. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it, was, it was cool. 
Um, but like, I think it was pretty safe in the fact that like they didn't really change a whole lot. I mean, it, they just essentially were just like, all right, and cool. Instead of Steve Rogers, it's Peggy Carter, and pretty much the same thing kind of happens, just a little bit differently. Yeah, I think that's the premise of the show in general. I think there, I think there might be a couple episodes that are a little out there. Like I know that there was a preview of like zombies and stuff like that, like Zombie Captain America. Um, so, but I think overall it's going to be pretty similar with just altered changes. But I mean, we don't know yet. So me personally, um, I know Stephen mentioned the animation kind of bothered him. the The one thing about this that really bothered me was the dialogue. This episode was only like 30, couple, 32, 33 30, minutes long. 32 minutes long, but like five minutes of its credits. So it's like 27 minutes. Of actual yeah. Long. So very short. So not like a ton of dialogue happening. And I swear to God, there was way too many fishy jokes. Yeah. And there was way too much conversation about dancing. Like every single time <laughs> Steve and Peggy talked, it was like, hey, we're going to dance later time for us to dance you remember when we talked about dancing yeah we're bringing it up again it was i just mm. it was essentially like half the episode was like we should go on a dance ha 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 because we said that once in the original movie and then if it wasn't that it was women don't know how to do anything yeah (laughs) should you be in a kitchen you might break a nail which i think he actually says at one point like might break a nail out there like Okay, we get it. It was the '40s. We didn't appreciate women, but like they really hammered that fact home. <laughs> yeah. And I guess yeah, you're right. At least with the dance thing, at least they were like paying homage to like you know the whole dance thing between Steve and Peggy from the movies. But like whoever came up with Bucky to just talk about fish jokes the entire freaking like episode, <laughs> I'm like fish jokes thing. I missed who that. Who came? It wasn't like any specific like you know actual joke, but every single time he kept talking about like sardines and a bunch. And then, like, he went a lot uh, at the very end of the episode when they have, like, that weird tentacle monster coming through the the portal. And he was just like, oh, yeah, he let the sardines out. Or I don't There was just – he brought up sardines and fish way too much. That's all I'm saying. He said who are the, oh, cal- the calamari. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I feel like there was maybe <laughs> one and a half fish jokes, and we found a new trigger for you. <laughs> Apparently, it's fish jokes. <laughs> So, I, 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 I promise you there is more than two. They were, I will they were so that negligible will, that like I, I will count them. I literally forgot Steve. them except for the one at the very end. So <laughs> what I got from Bucky was I'm Steve Rogers' best friend. Yep. That's yeah. my because Steve was like, That's my best friend Bucky. Yeah. And then Bucky was like, That's my best friend, Steve. And then <laughs> I will like, say You're best friends. <laughs> during that final fight scene, I actually laughed because like Bucky and the crew burst through the door and they're like oh crap there's this tentacle thing and then like it almost instantly almost kills them all and steve like comes and grabs them all flies them to safety and the bucky's like thanks man <laughs> like what did they this is literally what he says go get him steve what do they attribute to that fight at all other than bursting through the door and making a sardine joke like i just or calamari calamari whatever well, I don't know okay you whatever i just it, i <laughs> I will rewatch that episode. And it's I okay, buddy. You, it's okay. There is more than just two. There is at least four. Uh, so but two is too many. Fun fact: Maybe I should have mentioned this before you ripped apart all the funny cheesy jokes. Uh, but one of the people that might listen to this uh, is the uh, supervi- the animation supervisor, Stephen Frank. Um, 
I interned with him a few years ago uh, while I was in college. Uh, and he, yeah, uh, he well, he's worked for Sony and now Marvel, and he was the uh, animation some kind the, of podcast. <laughs> the animation supervisor on What If before we got on air, like, hey, we're gonna talk about. I, what I if. legitimately forgot like, about it. Guy, that's like the supervisor might watch this or listen to this. I legitimately forgot about it until like you were talking, and okay, well, I was I, I, I like I opened just my a little. I, my criticisms are they stand, yeah, I stand this by is, my criticism this is constructive still, criticism i still yeah. like the show oh no i know i'm really just messing with christian because he hated the fish joke so much but like <laughs> i opened up my phone to look up how like the jokes i was literally just gonna be like google uh captain carter fish jokes and uh i guess facebook was open and i saw that he made a post about like the the episode was a success and i was like oh yeah that's right he was on that he did this well, good job, man. I'm glad it was a success. <laughs> I really liked the episode. I'm just being critical. That's all. I'm also, just, he's hey. probably not going to listen to this. Also, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. I doubt he anyway, listens. But yeah, anyway, it. Christian, it's okay. And I just want you to know that I will do my absolute best to not make fish jokes around you. All I'm saying, I don't care if some people make fish jokes. You know, if we were like, you know, down on the docks and somebody wants to make comments about all the fish that's in the ocean, you know what? I don't care. I'm just saying there's a time and a place for fish jokes. Only and at the, the docks, though. Only at the docks. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be playing Call of Duty, and there's just going to be like there's a random a dead fish, and I'm just going to be like, ah, something smells fishy. If there's not a lake or an ocean or a like a, a stream where you can fish nearby christian doesn't want to hear it <laughs> just saying like if there's a time and a place and uh this wasn't it this was uh oh. not not it um made, like i didn't even catch the fish joke thing like, I, I, I i i really didn't either i will rewatch it and i will count i will give you guys the timestamps. don't just don't <laughs> it's okay no, it's not. It's bothering me now. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> All right. Well, Christian will be back next week while he goes and watches oh, the episode. Next week? It's not that long. I'm I not hope, new right now either. I'll do it later. I hope that like every episode has like. I a- yeah. Same. <laughs> At this point now, I just hope that it's just constant fish jokes. Anywho, let's switch gears. So, Stephen, you were saying you didn't like the animation quality of the show. Let's talk about that. For a while. <laughs> Listen up, Stephen. Well, you know. <laughs> Sorry, the the guy the guy's name is Steven as well. Yeah. Uh I mean I guess my biggest issues with the animation itself was the facial features. Yeah, like there was a lot of scenes where they would just like do some smirk or some look back and just make the most grotesque looking face in the whole show. And I know I know that it did it a couple times for Peggy. I know it did it for the guy that was constantly like getting on her about being a woman, but like those facial features were bothering me. They were very exaggerated. Oh yeah. Um, but I mean, other than that, that was my biggest gripe with the animation itself. Mm-hmm. Um, something was up with the lip syncing, though. I didn't catch. Yeah, it like I, I felt like that. I was watching like uh, I don't know, like a Chinese movie where like lips are yeah, flapping like and then fu- you hear it. Yeah, like a kung fu movie where like you know it's being translated into English and their li- and the words don't match their mouths. Yeah, I didn't catch. That's what that. I felt like. That's what it felt like for a couple, or maybe it was just like delayed words with the mouths. I don't know. It was bothering me though. 
I mean, I will admit it was like one of those things where maybe again with that and the fish jokes thing that like I was trying to watch it like right before we did this podcast. So it was one of those things where it was like, okay, like let me take in whatever I can take in real quick so I have something to discuss and I know what we're talking about when we're doing the podcast. So I'm not just sitting here like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. no, no way. So it could be one of those things where like if I went back and we watched it, I could probably, we, we watched. If I went back and rewatched it, um i could i might pick up on that i don't know i think it's also just the fact that like it's marvel and everything that i've seen of marvel recently has kind of just been like i don't know production wise kind of top tier Mm -hmm. so i just kind of had that expectations even though the show was animated and whatnot i mean Um, what if was probably like and i don't mean this in a negative way but like was probably the one i was least excited about Oh, I think so. Same. I think mine was Loki, and then Loki really? turned out to be the most. Loki's like, I think it's my favorite of all the ones that have come out so far. I mean, I think... obviously, What If just started, so I can't really say for sure, but of like yeah. the three that I've completed, I think Loki's my favorite. Loki's my favorite so far. Yeah, um, but like, uh, I mean, like I said, like it could just been because I wasn't as interested in that story going on. Like, when we get to some of the other ones they've shown, like, you know, Spider-Man having the cloak, or... You say, which uh, ones are you guys excited for? Uh, yeah, the, the Spider-Man, Spider-Man with the cloak, like Gamora taking over Thanos' position. Um, trying to remember some other ones. The I zombie know, ones um, looks interesting. King but... T'Challa is uh, Star Lord. Yeah, um, I feel like that might be the next one. Yeah, I'm really excited um, for like whatever they're doing with like the Tony Stark and uh, oh, Killmonger. Um, Killmonger. Yeah, Killmonger. Yeah. yeah, that's another one. Now that that looks good. I for what whatever the zombie episode is, I'm I'm looking forward to that because I'm a sucker for zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Spider Man, I'm definitely looking forward to. Yeah, and the fact that it's like all canon now makes it a little more, mm-hmm. I guess, interesting too. Oh, it's all canon. Yeah, yeah. It's part. It's it. That's why it came after Loki. Yeah, with the whole the multiverse split. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like everything that's happening is happening just in another universe. Yeah, but all and all of the characters, with the exception of Red Skull and um, Steve Rogers, they were all voiced by their actual actors, like their character actors. Oh, Chris Evans didn't do Steve Rogers. I didn't no. notice. And I think the he guy did a good did, job of sounding like him. I think the guy that did Red Skull is the same guy that did Red Skull in Infinity War, um, but not the original Red Skull. Oh, Hugo Weaving yeah. didn't do Red Skull in Infinity War? No, it's uh, it's one of the guys from The Walking Dead, actually. Um, I think I read something that was like he was embarrassed or something after doing Red Skull in the first yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened there. Um, I'm curious to see if like if they have if they've got some episodes that they haven't shown off in previews because like I was like it'd be I'm cool sure. seeing Isaiah Bradley as like Captain America. Yeah. I was I still stand by like after watching. Falcon and the Winter Soldier that I would watch an Isaiah Bradley show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like the first true super soldier after Steve Rogers, I guess. Yeah. Or was he before Steve Rogers? He was before. Well, no. Can't remember. He was after. It's, muddy. it's while, after, yeah. Um, no, he, Steve was, was frozen, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I know this is only a first episode. And despite all the things that we found to nitpick it, what would you guys are? Do you guys have high expectations, low expectations for the rest of the series? 
I still have high expectations. Yeah, I have high expectations. I, I, I'm super excited about it, mainly just because of my animation background. But, um, just as a Marvel fan, like I'm, I'm in the middle. Like, I, I wasn't super looking forward to this for like meaningful content, I guess. Um, yeah, I think it's a cool like thought experiment. Yeah, it, like it's, it's a neat like thought experiment, exactly. I think that's why I have high expectations because like if the episodes actually connected with each other, which I don't think they're going to without sounds my expectations probably would have went lower after the first episode but since it's always going to be a new story i'm excited to see what else they do it would be cool if um either in multiverse of madness or whatever you know future movies if they like bring in captain carter just for like a cameo or something yeah Yeah. just like a little like hey remember we did this animated show but like it's real yeah Uh Honestly, too, if like the episode wasn't animated, I might have also enjoyed it a little more. I don't know. Yeah, uh, in some ways, it, it depends. Like, it can be more expensive to do an animation, but generally speaking, it's far less expensive to have oh, an yeah. actor do voice work as opposed to on-screen work. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this, and I don't know if it's because the episode was only thirty minutes long and it was trying to like recap a whole like two hours from a long movie. I think that like they let captain carter kick a lot of ass <laughs> oh yeah like there she did a lot of action scenes and a lot of stuff where i was like this is pretty cool yeah i mean i like i said i i had no issues with the animation style um uh, the style itself i liked it's just some of the stuff bothered me about it sure like it kind of reminded me of um i don't know what which is funny that it did because uh steven the guy that um I interned with the supervising animator. He uh, he worked on Iron Giant, and it reminded me a little bit of that art style. I can see that. Or like uh, Atlantis, maybe. Or uh, maybe Treasure Planet. Yeah, Treasure Planet's what I was going to say. I thought it was, you know, the art style was pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't really pick up on the facial expression thing. But yeah, again, I didn't either. It was one of those things where I was kind of watching just to, like, watch it. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, I watched it like right after work one day. Like I was already kind of mentally drained, so I I guess I missed the fishy jokes and <laughs> and the the lip sync stuff. All these fishy jokes again. Uh, I wish I could think of a fish joke right now. I've been trying to think of a fish joke, <laughs> dude. That, like, yeah, const. Yeah, I don't know any fish jokes. I just I learned this about myself today. So have Christian? Not to go too off topic. Have you ridden the Jungle Cruise ride at Disney? Oh yeah. So like I know that they make some offhand like fish dad jokes. Did that not get you? Uh no because like the cast member that's in, tar- in charge of the uh, the cruise when you get on the uh, the boat or whatever. I mean like there might be a fish joke thrown in there but they literally do those jokes the entire ride and they might do 30 jokes and only like one or two of them might be a fish joke. Just 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 get painting a picture, you know? Just painting a picture. Just trying to trying to figure out you know what makes christian hate fish jokes i'm just saying i was watching a marvel show and i did not want to hear fish jokes repeatedly that's that's all i'm saying no that's fair what you're saying is uh your christmas present is a singing mouth bass (laughs) yeah that's exactly (laughs) what i want yep i will have that plenty of things playing all day long i i kind of hope that there's just a fish joke in like every movie we watch from now on like they're gonna be like it's gonna be like john wick like eight and they're just you know he's gonna shoot like a fish tank and then he's gonna make some stupid fish joke 
Christian's just gonna walk Fish out. Tank. <laughs> uh, anyway, looking into the future, I, I have like I guess medium, like not like ex- expectations for the rest of the series or whatever. I'd be surprised if they ever did like a season two. I think it's supposed um, to be a one-off. Yeah, I mean, depending on what they do, they can have a lot of opportunities. There you go, yeah. man. You got one in. Um, but yeah, I think honestly, the next show that I'm really excited for is Hawkeye. Um, yeah, I always like that character a lot, and I think it'd be cool to see the the mantle pass to his daughter. It's um, also gonna tie directly into Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of uh, her sister, or whatever. What's your What's your sister's name? I don't remember. Not Natasha. Black Widow. <laughs> Don't bother me anyway. Yvonne, do they have uh, any other shows lined up besides Hawkeye? Because I can't think of any besides Loki season two, I guess. Loki season two and Hawkeye, I think, are the only ones that they've talked about. Confirmed anyway, yeah. Because yeah. the rest of it's all supposed to bleed into the movies. Maybe they'll announce something new. Nope. Um, yeah. Because, like, I know uh, Conqueror Kane is the villain in the Ant Man movie. Mm-hmm. Yelena. Yelena. <gasps> Natasha. Yeah. Unpopular opinion. I thought she did a better uh, actoting job than Scarlett Johansson. The actor uh, so good. I she did like her so character. I, uh... you know, I, I did like her character a lot. In fact, when they were like, this is going to be the new Black Widow, I was like, I'm okay with that. That's mm-hmm. a, That seems like a good transition. Yeah. I, uh, I really hope we see Red Guardian more. <laughs> I hope yeah, he's back, yeah. man. I feel like he was seriously Great. underutilized. Yeah. Like he didn't have a shining moment at all. Nope. He, I mean, he he's was, like, "All right, I'm gonna fight these guys," and he got tranked. He's like, "All right, <laughs> I'm gonna fight this. I'm gonna fight Taskmaster," and then he just got whooped, and that's it. Yep. Like, end. wow, you're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you're funny, but you're terrible. You're just a comic relief. Yeah. yeah. Other than, I guess, the beginning when he crushed that dude's hand, and it was like laffy taffy. Yeah. Like, Lee. That whole like opening scene, I feel like, was a shining moment. Yeah, yeah, and it was for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Although the the scene, I've, I said this before when we talked about Black Widow, but the scene where the helicopter just falls out of the sky is still like I think my mm-hmm. favorite moment in that movie. Yeah, it was just like <laughs> it just falls out of the sky and they just walk <laughs> out of it and they're like, "All right, ran out of gas." They didn't even try to like <laughs> land it. Nope, just they really flew it until it ran out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, all right. Anybody got any final things they want to add to the conversation before we close this thing out? Um, I did hear. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to the Lord of the Rings show that Amazon's doing. Um, it's supposed to come out in September next year, I think, which is ridiculous. Um, wow, oh, they've been working on that since like late 2018, 2019, right? Well, uh, COVID stopped. I think yeah, a lot but of things. They've been working on that before COVID. Yeah. Well, they. Apparently, they filmed season one in New Zealand, and apparently, they just backed out of New Zealand. Uh, they're not going to film the remaining, like, six seasons or whatever in New Zealand. They're going to film in the UK. Oh, okay. Apparently, it's a whole thing, like, that, I don't know, like, it's a whole controversy uh, where, like, the government of New Zealand's pissed, and... Uh, I mean, everything in Lord of the Rings is been in New Zealand, so that's a little out yeah. of choice, but okay. It's so cause... is New Zealand's pissed that they backed out, or yeah. New Zealand was pissed at them, so they backed out? 
No, they're pissed that they backed out. I got a better deal doing it in UK. Uh, I think that Amazon might be based in UK, isn't it? Amazon's based in Seattle. It's based. It's United States based. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought it was UK based. No, uh, Amazon. Jeff Bezos. The, the Amazon headquarters is in Seattle. Okay. Um. I'm thinking of the Verizon guy. He's. British. I'm betting that they probably have like they got like a better like tax write off or a better deal. Yeah. Uh, even though New Zealand apparently has like really crazy good benefits to film, like apparently like. If it costs like four hundred something million to film a movie, uh, you, apparently they get like rebates for doing that, so they end up getting like half of it back. Mm. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I just know that everything in Lord of the Rings was filmed in New Zealand, but Peter Jackson also, I think, is from New Zealand. Was a uh, Hobbit done in New Zealand? Too? Yeah. I think so yeah, like everything Lord of the Rings based has been in New yeah, Zealand. Yeah, they used a lot of the same sets. So that's gonna be interesting with what, what they choose to do with it. Yeah, um, they're gonna do it in the UK. So I don't know. Interesting. Um, other than that, I mean, I, I know like this was kind of already we talked about it briefly, and you guys, you know, already assumed that it was already gonna happen. And even when we talked about it at the end of the year, we kind of knew it was gonna happen. But you know, uh, God of War, Ragnarok, and Horizon's Forbidden West were officially delayed to 2022. Yeah, like when you told us that, I legitimately thought that they were both 2022 games anyway. Nope, we did Metacritic reviews on those when we remember that. Remember that nope. when we used to have that. The uh, I will say I, I think at one point God of War, one of them was slated for twenty twenty. Might have been both. They both, um, they but both they never had dates. It was just the year. The like, year, right? So I mean, like, got, the like fact... as far as like giving out like a month, it was just a, or a season. Hmm. It was just twenty twenty one. So um, it has, from what I read, it has nothing to do with COVID. Um, it's more of like they don't think the game's ready yet and it really specifically and this could be a byproduct of um the failure of launch at least that was uh cyberpunk 2077 because they were both games were like we want to make sure that the, the game is ready <laughs> essentially what it boiled down to and i think sony uh kind of has doubled down on that and been like we're not going to release games that aren't ready anymore I mean, yeah. props to them. I would rather get that anyway. I mean, I know, you know Microsoft it, had to push back Halo from their launch period, despite it. You know, I'm sure diminishing sales to some degree, but I'm sure I mean, it was worth yeah, it for they're them. They're gonna get their money. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I know even before COVID, um, crunch was a real thing that people were talking about. You know, when like studios and animators and whatnot were having to work like 90 hour weeks because they were having to meet these insane deadlines to get their game out in time. I know that even back in like 2018, 2019, there was a big like, you shouldn't work people that hard. So I think it's all just kind of like people are like, all right, fine, it'll just take longer to get your game. But if that's fine, I don't mind waiting another six months to get God of War two. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like I want to, I want to play it, and I want it to be good. So if it takes an extra six months for me it to be up to the standards that they want to have, then I'll wait. Yeah, that's how I feel about the the Harry Potter game. No, I also got delayed too. Yeah also got delayed to 2022 that's fine I, I i'd rather it get delayed and we get a full complete finished game instead of a destiny shell or whatever cyberpunk was yeah just a hot mess steven welcome to the show do you have anything to add before we we stop uh nothing really comes to mind All right, well hey i hope you join us 
more in the future. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, cool. Well, yep. As Tim said, welcome to the show, Stephen. Uh, it's gonna wrap up this week's episode of some kind of podcast please make sure you like share and subscribe if you would like to reach out reach out to us you can find us on facebook and twitter at sko entertainers or visit our website www.skoentertainment.net for more information and finally don't forget to join us next week because even on the best of days we all need some kind of entertainment thanks guys see ya see ya